Welcome to In Conversation, the regular podcast of eSharp magazine. Go to eSharp.eu for free access to all our podcasts to date. This is Paul Adamson. I'm in conversation with Senator Marshall Blackburn. Senator Marshall Blackburn is Senator for Tennessee in the U.S. Senate, and he's about to give a keynote address at Forum Global's Data Privacy Conference here in Washington, D.C. Senator, thank you very much for doing this today. Uh, I'd like to talk to you, first of all, about your new position as chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee's Tech Task Force. What is the, the genesis? of this new task force. Indeed. Uh, Chairman Graham, who chairs the Judiciary Committee, said, you know, we need to do a deeper dive into some of the issues around big tech, looking at privacy and data security, competition, antitrust, prioritization and censorship, uh, transparency. So we decided instead of doing a traditional subcommittee that the appropriate thing to do was to establish a task force that would help us move to a good in-depth conversation. And we've been so pleased with the participation from industry and from our members. We've been able to hear from people like Airbnb and Match and Mozilla and different uh, privacy officers, um, different CEOs, and look at how they and their companies are addressing the concerns of online consumers when it comes to privacy and security and fairness in the platform. And do you personally position yourself as part of the on in favor debate in favor of a federal-wide uh, data privacy uh, <coughs> rule here in the United States? I do. I think that it is time for us to do light touch regulation. When I was in the House, I chaired the Data Security and Privacy Working Group. And we started on this issue seven years ago. And what we have come to realize is that consumers want the way to protect their virtual you, as I call it, their presence online. And we have moved forward with saying, okay, we have to put something like touch, one set of rules for the entire internet ecosystem with one regulator. And give that regulator the ability to exercise enforcement. Say to big tech, we're going to require that if individuals want to share their Uh, sensitive data, they have the ability to opt in and give that explicit consent for sharing that data. Uh, For things like a search history or an an IP address, maybe they, those things that are not sensitive, Mm -hmm. then they reserve the ability to opt out and choose not to share that. But A platform cannot boot a user off the platform simply because they're choosing not to share any of their data. Right. Well, there seems to be broad consensus here on this side of the Atlantic that something has to be done at the federal level, and many stakeholders are saying that. And it seems to be a broad area, correct me if I'm wrong, Senator, where there seems to be bipartisan support for for doing something. Is that a fair representation? Yes, that's a fair representation. And that is why at the uh, task force we're doing a little bit deeper dive and approaching the issue as a conversation, not as witnesses that are on the stand providing testimony and people have five minutes for a question. We'll spend an hour and a half 
with a small group of stakeholders and going through with them how they would address different things, hearing their conversation back and forth and allowing us to participate in that conversation. You know, one of the things that uh, we have seen from consumers is that they say, we want the toolbox. When right. it comes to protecting our privacy, we want that toolbox. And they expect the, the different online platforms to give them the ability to choose how to protect their privacy. When it comes to data security, we've had so many breaches right. in the U.S. And what do people say? Look, exercise preemption, have one federal standard. Yeah. When it comes to breach notification, give uh, the FTC the ability to exercise enforcement and penalties and make certain that when a breach occurs that the consumer that has been affected is informed in a timely manner. Well, as you know, the European Union produced uh, its GDPR, the General Data Protection Regulation, uh, came into effect, as you know, about 18 months ago. From a European perspective, it seems the U.S. has come rather late to the kind of privacy party. Is that a fair comment as well? And why? Why is that? Why? Why? Given your the lead you have in the U.S. in technology and innovation broadly, why has the the privacy protection debate lagged behind? Well, as I said, seven years ago we started on the issue in the House, right. and it gets to that um, that very valid point of finding consensus right. on an issue. And there are some that would like to go as far as the GDPR. I'm not one of them. I think that that goes a bit too far. And you can look at the way it may have slowed investment right. in innovation. We've also talked to companies who came out of the EU marketplace because they felt as if the compliance costs were going to be, uh, be high and costly right. and it wouldn't be profitable for them. So, uh, you know, we do think something that is more light touch. And there is consensus now that something in a light touch manner needs to be done. One of the things we're focused on is to say, okay, established uh, users and some of the big social media platforms would say, okay, we want complete federal control and regulation. But that is going to make it very difficult for your startups. Right. And innovation is vitally important. So that light touch and making certain that the ecosystem is secure, but that you've not gone so far that the cost is restrictive to new entrants and startups. Going back to your new tech task force, you talked about you'll be have these impressive convening powers to invite major players to come to the Senate and, and give evidence and be questioned by you and your colleagues. Are you encouraged so far by the by their reaction? Are they are they being responsive? Oh yes, they're being very responsive. Uh, we have reached out to people. We've had people reach out to us, right. and we think that that is good. Here's the thing that in my opinion is so significant about this. We've gone back and forth on what to do, when to do, how to do privacy, data security, uh, how we should look at censorship, and now the industry is saying to us, okay, there should be some rules of the road, right. and we want to participate, and we want to have this conversation the with you on rules, the right. front end. Right. And that is a, that's a very healthy sign. 
Well, we, maybe it's just it's media hype, but we hear an awful lot about uh, so-called tech backlash here in the United States, but also in Europe to a certain extent, especially the Silicon Valley big players. We all know who I'm talking about. Do you think that they are finally realizing, not just in the area of data privacy, but broader areas as well, that they have to be more responsible corporate players? I, I think that they do. And uh, today, earlier, I was in a hearing on uh, violence and uh, looking at some of the online videos and, right. you know, some of this extremist content. Uh, and my comment today in that hearing to some of those platforms that were in front of us was that this is their responsibility. Right. You know, if they want their platforms to be a the virtual public square, mm. then all public squares have a cop on the beat. Right. And that cop... Uh, knows what the laws are, and he will be even-handed in his approach to tending that beat. We need them to be consistent, and what we have seen in the past is inconsistency right. in what they choose to de uh, deem extremist or what they choose yeah. to, dream, to deem terrorist, and uh, there needs to be a, a reliable consistent, predictable process that they're going to follow. It so should that, be objective. Right. So therefore, in, in broad terms, in terms of the responsiveness of the big corporate players uh, in the technology field in particular, uh, you, we're reaching a, a tipping point now whereby they realize they have to be much more proactive, engage with policymakers and people like yourself, as opposed to in the past, maybe they were just either ignoring this, the political noise around them uh, and or just playing lip service. I, in a hearing one day with one of the, uh, at Judiciary Committee, and one of the platforms were in front of us, I, and they had been very inconsistent right. in how they um, policed their platform, I said, I listen to you and I feel like you push the envelope until we slap your hand. <laughs> And uh, they will push it as far as they can. Here's what they need to realize is they are no longer an infant industry. Yeah. Right. They are a mature industry, and they need to act like it. And they need to make certain that the content is valid, that content is safe. If they are going to say, we're going to provide you news or access to news, then hire a news director. Make certain that what you're putting on your site is verifiable, that you can footnote it, that you can source it. Because right now, there are just uh, stories that get put up, and people have to go figure out if that is something that is true and valid or not. And these sites, if they're going to do a news feed, need to be certain that it is a true and honest news feed. Okay. We have a final question, Senator, um, for our European listeners as well. There seems to be very strong parallels between what people like yourself, legislators, are doing and regulators on this side of the Atlantic. Uh, on the other side, uh, in terms of the European Parliament in particular, the European Commission, these institutions which have similar powers to what you have here, do you see scope and, uh, and the need for and the desirability of having more cooperation between the, the two groups on either side of the Atlantic? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think it is so, um, so important that we do that and that we have an understanding of not only what is important, 
to Europeans about what their expectation is mm -hmm. for uh, dealing with apps and platforms that have been created in the U.S. Indeed, as we have worked on this privacy and data security issue, mm -hmm. I've had the opportunity to visit with some of my uh, colleagues, if you will, yeah. who are interested in working on in this Europe. issue right. in Europe, and to get their input and to hear uh, some of their concerns, and you know, to also hear from them about GDPR and right. where they think that some of the problems are and some of the things that should be addressed, um, how they would approach that. And that cooperation will, will just increase in the future? My hope is it will. Okay, well we have to yeah. leave it there. Senator Blackburn, thank you very much for your time. Delighted to join you, thank you. Thank you.